You are listening to 2300 Wrestling Podcast with D.B. Richards and Sweet Tea referee Dave Keener on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Hello, this is D.B. Richards from the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, and this season is dedicated to Bill Polarino. Rest in peace, my friend. Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet... T referee Dave Keener. You know how great that sounds. You sweet know, tea. You know, I gotta be honest, I, as much as I love sweet tea, I found out there's a lot of sugar in sweet tea. Yes, there is. A large <laughs> amount of sugar. But no, I'm not talking about that. You are my sweet tea. <laughs> yeah, I try. It's good to see you're doing good though. Yeah. I'm glad. You know, and, it, and it's kind of funny today. I, I know this is gonna come out in a couple weeks, stuff like that, but we're actually on location for this taping right now. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're in Mexico, cool. yeah. We we are in Mexico. Yeah, yeah Mexico. Um, a yeah. couple beers going. Yeah. We got the waters and the beach and everything else. We're I having don't a great drink. time. I'm not I, saying you. I'm saying I, me. And I mean, speaking of drinking, so we got a friend of ours sitting in with us today. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Um, Apple Jacks. Oh, no. God. That's a long story, but the we're man, not going there. The man of a thousand nicknames, um, apparently. Before we no, get to. You are always going to be Apple Jackson. Apple Jackson. Oh, be, before we get to our guest, um, which is a pretty big guest, don't get me wrong. Oh, how you, big? About that big. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so we got a friend of ours sitting in. We got Ricky Storm sitting in with us. Hell yeah, no, man. What's Apple, going on? He's Apple Jackson. Stop it. Don't don't give him like... Either either way. What's going I on, mean, guys? It's Ricky Storm, a.k.a. Apple Jackson. Apple Jackson. Yes, so, there you go. I, I, do, I know, I, we're, I know we're going to ask this question later, but I got to do the rib right off the bat Here to Ricky. Yeah. So we're at Icons last weekend, and I'm in the car with how Tony this, Storm. How is this a rib? Yeah. Well, and she's like, call him. Call Rick. Did you mark out? Yes, no, he, no, no. I was, you marked I was, out. I was composed. I was composed. I was cool about it. I'm not talking about afterwards because afterwards is a different story. But when I was talking to Tony on the phone, and when I finally got to meet her at Icons, I was collected. It was tough, but I was collected. And then, uh, you know, it was, um, it was it was a pretty cool uh, opportunity. And you know, it, for it was cool. I was in the car. With he Tony marked Storm. out. He marked out a little bit. I was. Yeah, okay. I, I was well, in the well, car when I was with her. When I was talking to her, I was cool. Yeah. Then afterwards, well, I was in the car with Tony Storm and Juice Robinson, and it was a pretty cool time. And they go call Rick. Okay, so that was fun. That was my rib to Rick and everything else. Just but the I got a question. Who do we have on? So we have our guest today is a man who has been champion all any place I've seen him work, really. I saw a picture of him the other day and he had like maybe six belts on him. I don't remember. But <laughs> lady, yeah, you hear him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to our guest, Mr. TJ Marconi. Hold up, don't mark out. Don't mark out, Applejacks. Uh, That's what I was waiting for. Hey, listen, man, dude, this is exciting, dude. This dude uh, is mean, amazing. If you guys haven't seen him yet, you definitely got to go check out one of his shows. This guy is hands down probably one of the best out there. See, he's marking out right now. Right. Like, I oh, mean, oh my God. His name is in it, so it doesn't matter. I appreciate, I appreciate the mark out. It made, it made my morning. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Look, he just got yeah, you're red. Welcome. I wish you were here. I need to take a picture of this. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, the hair turned red, too, so. That's just not Right. So it's so funny. So like we do have people that do listen to our show that's not into wrestling. So we want to know a little bit of your background, your beginning, who trained you and stuff like that before we do anything and have fun. Hundred percent, man. This is is the serious part of the show. All right. So I started in 2009. We'll get that out of the way. So I'm an old fart right now. Um, I started in Jersey Old Pro Wrestling School with uh, Andrew Morgan, who was known as Magic in the Northeast. And then from there, I trained with a bunch of other people like Matt Bourne, the original Doink, Nunzio. And then, you know, you just bounce around and try to get as much from different schools in the area. So I've been like with Shakara and CEW School and all this other stuff. So 
I got a little bit of everything in me. That's pretty cool, yeah. So you're, you yeah. can say you're a mutt in wrestling? Oh, I'm 100% a mutt. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I mean, it happens. I'm not, I'm not one of these. A lot of these guys like stay at one school and then they only perform at that one school or know that one school's uh, like techniques. So I kind of was told early on, get out there, branch out, and everybody know. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's what we're starting to do too. So we're, yeah. we're starting to branch yeah. out more and more. Yeah, I started doing commentating. I'm a bad guy now. So, yeah, so, so yes. I mean, so you, are you more like Bobby the Brain, or are you more like uh, uh, Jesse the Body? I would think Bobby the Brain, definitely. Bobby. Yeah, okay. I, I would think more Bobby the Brain. Yeah. yeah. All right, good, good, good. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's getting to the point where we are actually going to be in Virginia yeah. in May. Yeah. So. Right. So that'll be fun. Put an IWA for Dave Adams. Yeah. Yeah. But Excellent. however, were, were you a fan growing up of this great business that we're all in here? Yeah, he should be. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, uh, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's my first like early memories was like the superstars of wrestling on Saturday morning after cartoons. Cause like the matches I remember, I remember because of my age. Like I vividly remember Hogan and uh, Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 6. I was negative years old. So I don't know how I knew that match, but. (laughs) I remember going to the WWE. I remember going to the Wildwood Convention Center, the original Wildwood Convention Center and watching WrestleMania 6. I was like, four, five. Yeah. And they back then the pay per views were on syndication, so I agree with you. It's pretty cool. TJ, he's yeah. an old man. He is oh, old man. Wow. You're older than me. No, I'm not. Stop lying. By about three months. Stop lying. Make, <sighs> making me feel young now. <laughs> I, I, I got wrestler age on me, so I'm really like 75. So well, there you go. It's like dog ages. Yeah. Like, in wrestling, yeah. In wrestling years. Right. So one of my questions that just recently like got on my nerves. Um, there's a friend of mine that's in a wrestling company. He's a referee. Yeah, hi, yeah. Dave. It's Dave Keener. <laughs> so it's me. He yeah. was working in a company called um, blank, 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 blank. Yeah, we're not going there. It's it's blank, called Dominate Championship Wrestling. Oops, I I just totally broke the code. Oh, edit. oh gosh. There will be an edit right in there. No, not really. Because <laughs> break. I, so uh. he, as a referee, you're not supposed to know how to take falls. You want to make it look like you don't know how to take a fall, correct? Mm. So yes and no. Okay. Yeah, certain certain no, 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 things. No, wait, yes. wait, wait. I, I want to know TJ's opinion on this. Go ahead. So yeah. he you, did. You want you, you want yeah, yeah. you want to know how to do it, but you don't want it to be so crisp that you, they ask why isn't he a wrestler? Right. Like it doesn't want to look yeah. like a bump that you would make. Yeah. So he did the bump. Looked good. We can send you the video whenever. Yeah, it's somewhere. It. Yeah. Um, but it looked good for somebody that he's a referee. But the yeah. company just shit on him. He's been friends, loyal to this company for a long time, and then they just shit it on him, saying, "Oh, you took a bad." fall felt good he walked out and he was so, okay then, then i want to give a huge shout out to one cw oh and mm-hmm. see he's trying to do codes like <laughs> i got a new company now <laughs> but so that's why i'm pissed off about it because like dude he worked it i didn't like going there and i i know his kids didn't like going there i just felt like like when i go other companies like where chad's up there up north and one cw i feel like they iwa they let me in there and go hey how you doing you know they I mean? don't charge you when you walk in yeah. <laughs> I don't care if they charge me or not. But they make me feel like family. Like, one CW, now I'm a diabetic because that's what the doctors told me. So I'm going to go buy it. But So I asked Sean Hardy, I was like, hey, um, is there somewhere that I can do this 
excellent thing and be safe. He goes, yeah, go take do it in the locker room. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. So I felt like home. You know what I mean? I feel like home in IWA Vintage. And- well, see, we walk into the one CW shows in Houston, Delaware, and walk right in, and automatically the promoter, Sean Carlson, and the owner, Sean Hardy, they hug us. They welcome us with open arms. And I enjoy their company, and I enjoy the product that 1CW is putting out. So thank you to 1CW. That's why I don't really like the company before, because it doesn't feel right. like your family. So when I mean, they to- when they told him he took a bad fall or something like that, and it was planned by Corey Castle. and We, we weren't even on the 1CW show. We just walked right in and hung out. Oh, I was invited in there to do yeah. the podcast stuff. So Right, but moving on to the next question. <laughs> next. Oh, go ahead. All right, Rick, you go ahead. Ask him a question. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead you do Rick. one of these. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to edit it. <laughs> You want to do that one? I was gonna say, I got to put one. I got. I got to put one CW on my list now to try. Yeah, to go come over check him out, TJ. Oh yeah, and IWA, IWA too. All right. So Ricky wants to do the table of five. Table of five. Table of okay. five. Okay. Of course, man. Hell yeah. So you say table of five. Table of five. It's four people at the table that wrestlers that he beat for the titles. Okay. There you go. His title. <laughs> okay. You have to put four that's, other that's people. That's some heat right there. Yeah, oh, it's okay. So... It's 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 heel work. Oh, I know. <laughs> So, TJ, you're going to be at the table and you get to bring four people with you, but it's got to be the people that you've beaten for the belt. Who do you have? All right. So, hey, could it be this current run of titles I have or anyone I beat four titles? Oh, any one of the 24 titles you have. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, that, that kind of limits it. It's going to be a pretty boring table because the champions I beat were pretty boring. But <laughs> um, the only one that sticks out so far that's like would be entertaining would be Dan Ma. Yeah, Dan so that's one. Dude. Watch out for his chops. Yeah. Make sure you don't shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they must got to watch out for my boot. Yeah, uh, that's it. Me, Moff, I mean, that we got to go with Anthony Gangone, even though he's a little boring, but I mean, he'll be add some good stuff to the table. So I beat him for the IWA title. Okay. The other IWA. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, IWA, IWA New Jersey. It's so right. many different IWAs, IWA Puerto Rico. It, it never ends. Mid-time. Well, I mean, uh, the IWA New Jersey, there's two of them. Because you got IWA Vintage and the other IWA. Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. There's two in New Jersey? Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. All right, now. So IWA New Jersey North. There you go. That <laughs> works. Um, I guess the SWF champion I beat, which would have to be King Jeter. He'll eat a lot. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll take all the garbage off the table. He's a big fat guy. Um, <laughs> Sebastian Cage, I beat for the NAW title. Okay, that's that four. You four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's four right there, brother. Awesome. Yeah. It's it, it's yeah. a fun little game. You know what I mean? Next time, if you come on again, we'll do the same thing, but a different. I think, I think we did it. We, we did it at the SWF show. We had like, I yes, was like, past, present, future. yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. when we were at the Trifecta show, we did that. Yeah. I, yeah. See, it's kind of fun. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm really happy that TJ remembered that, though. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. Thank and it's you. Was, cool that I, was sweat, I was sweating balls. I was sweating balls and joining Gator, and then you said, Of course, I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, that show was so hot that day. Oh my god oh, disgusting disgusting 104 yeah. whatever it was whatever there was times where I actually had to walk into the locker room where it was oh. cooler I'm like hey I know you I know you I'm like <laughs> oh hi Shane how you doing <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a nice conversation me and Shane so. oh yeah that, that was good. you want to tell him that story that um, I brought the um, House of Hardcore oh god yeah. so Shane Douglas did the book for the um, it wasn't the House of Hardcore it um, was ha- the um, Hardcore, H- Hardcore Homecoming. Homecoming ECW and yeah. so a certain promoter um, I'm no, he's a promoter booker. I don't know what the hell he is. I don't care what he is. Erickson. Um, yeah, we're not going there, but still. And for another time. we're sitting there and we're talking to Shane and Sandman's over there. And Shane looks at Sandman and he goes, is that the book from uh, Hardcore Homecoming?
coming. And Shane goes, yeah. He goes, same man goes, you know what's fucked up about this book? Shane goes, what? He's like, the tattoo's on my wrong fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I keep things that I think mean something. I wish I got Shane to sign it or something. Yeah, so, and then we're sitting there, we're talking to them, and the guy that brought them in goes, okay, well, it's time. And Shane goes, no. I'm reading You this. can wait. I'm reading this. And he's, like, taking yeah. pictures of it with yeah. his phone. He's like, oh, my there's, gosh. There's no line. There's no crowd. There's a match going on. We're sitting there talking to Shane, and the guy's like, okay, move on. She's like, no, you can wait. I didn't realize <laughs> it was that short, though. Really? <laughs> so, from that show, Red Dog got chopped like crazy by Rob Fury. That's a whole nother rib right oh, there. <laughs> I, I started doing because I'm going to go into the segue to into the All rib right. story. But, um, so, I now, when I see Red Dog anywhere, I ask him about the um, chops, or if um, he chops somebody in a match, I'm commentating, I bring up the, call it the Slap of Fury or the Fury of Slaps. So, I, I was refing his match the last time, and I got in there, and I'm like, was there Fury behind that chop? I mean, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were robbed with that chop. And he looks up and he goes, you so, I looked down, don't get me wrong, Dog is a friend, Red Dog's a good friend. I'll see him for the next Saturday we have into the show. Yes. Um, But he's like, you had the rib. I'm like, dude, I'm going to rib every single time with that. And like, get used to it. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. I like the rib. So my question so that going leads into, into your question. Yes. Um, Do you have any rib stories for the fans out there that go, wow, that's funny. And nothing mean like shitting in bags because that's rude. You're not Ricky Morton, right? Yeah. Shitting in bags. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, Ricky Morton. I got to see whether I can actually say on the air. Um, what's, a, what's, a rib, what's a rib that can actually be told about? Um, I mean, I just a good one. I, and it's not too harmful. Um, so a guy had, um, I think that was on Darius Carter. Okay. Yeah, I know Darius, the ECWA um, yes. Super 8 champion. Yeah. Yes. So I was partners with him for a very long time in the Crusade for Change when I first started. He won a singles belt, and he would not shut up about the singles belt. <laughs> it was basically a replica, a replica U.S. Uh, title, whatever. Another little, little sh- um, guy curse. I forget if I'd call it. What was that? I can curse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dropped the F-bomb yeah, three times already, yeah. so no, you're no, good. I was making sure. I always want to cover my baby. So he's like a U.S. champion for his little shit in the company. It's like a WCW replica title. I'm so fucking ecstatic about it. He, he's holding the title out the window on the way to his show. He's doing a promo, yelling, ranting, raving to the car and out of Jersey Turnpike. I opened the back seat window, which again, I don't know why I'm in the back seat. I'm taller than him, but he called shotgun. That's another story. Of the day. I pulled the title out of his hand and pulled it in the Jersey Turnpike from the back window. Oh, shit. We got to stop. We got to stop on on the Jersey Turnpike so you can get out of the car to go get that replica title off in the Jersey Turnpike. You got to walk back like 150 feet. I don't, I don't know if I told you. That's a harmless rib. Harmless rib. There's been harmful wow. ones that I talk about, but I think that one's good just because he wouldn't shut up about this title anymore. All right. So I forgot to tell you this one, DB. Um, so TJ, I was on a show with Vince Saris, uh two weeks ago, and he just kept moving. The um, Dirtbag Dan was there too. So they just well, that's kept... That's a rib itself. Right. So Vince kept moving the belt and hiding it, and they just yeah. kept ribbing back and forth. I go to Vince. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm not doing anything. Leave me alone. Go. Watch. Just watch. Make sure nobody's there. I'm like, all right. Vince, and I'm like, and then he comes back and he goes, "Dude, he hit my fucking chain." I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh man. And I mean, if you've ever lifted, I know TJ lifted Vince's chain before. If you've ever lifted this chain, this chain it's is so right. The, the chain is bigger yeah, yeah. than Dirtbag Dan, but somebody else moved it, and it wasn't yeah. Dirtbag Dan. But we were just ribbing. I was up at LTW enjoying myself, and yeah. we just had.
had a great time. If no. I wasn't old enough, I think I would like go back and like take bumps and yeah. just do everything. Well, not with the way your back is now, but still. You don't do that now. Not right now. No. I got stitches back there. I'm not going to do that. Hey, what, are, what are stitches? They're not going to be ripped out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait till everything's done and let the doctor do everything. Right. What's yeah, the next? No, don't, don't, bump, don't bump when you got stitches. I'll rip that shit right open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on your, do you ever have a geek out moment? I know Rick did last week. Oh, God <laughs> almighty. I was, I was, I behaved. We say geek out because we don't want to say mark out, but. No, I, I don't want to be any. He wants to be a geek. Yeah, but I don't want to be a Mark Smart, Brian. <laughs> I mean, my geek out moment was a few years back when uh, I got put in a tag match, even though it wasn't in the match with uh, Kevin Nash. So, oh my god, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. It was uh, Kevin Nash is probably my favorite wrestler besides Jericho, like original run. Um, but uh, it was X Pac and Mike Bonifus, me and my partner at the time. It was advertised as Kevin Nash and um, X Pac. I mean, I Kevin Nash and Mike Bonifus, but Kevin Nash had the bad quads, you know. So last second they switched to X Pac. Right. But as I'm, be- not, you know, you. you you do the old, you know, bait and switch indie wrestling. Right. So, um, as I'm beating on X Pac and Mike Verner, I got to go get the steel chair. When I get the steel chair, Kevin Nash just clicked on it, and the whole spot was I look up, I try to hit Kevin, he hits me, you know. So, it was pretty cool to do a segment with my favorite wrestler. That was my geek out moment. That is kind of cool. That's I mean, awesome. Ricky, yeah. did I ever tell you my geek out moment? Uh, yours? No, yeah. no. What was it? So, I'm at one of the ECW shows, and I'm hanging out talking to Steve Carino, yeah. and Dusty walks up and goes, Hey, baby, when are we going to go over this? Yeah. I'll be back. Back. <laughs> yeah, okay, that was when he was going over the match, wasn't it? Like a right, they were, they were getting ready to go over stuff. I'm like, uh, uh, Dusty shakes my hand. He goes, "How you doing, baby? How's it going?" Uh, <laughs> and then Bret, I walked away, went to the bathroom. Bret Hart geeked out from my yes autograph. That book. was awesome. Yeah, so I had Bret Hart's autograph and I framed it and everything, and I took a picture of it. So I wanted him to see it, so I showed it to him. Yeah. He had a tear in his eyes, like, "Dude, that's that's amazing. Thank you for doing that." That's He's my got whole a, life. Yeah. DB's got it shrined and everything else, like the book from Ellis island in his house literally that's the way it looks trying to rib me huh no. yep not we're gonna work he tries to rib me and it doesn't work i mean i caught you in one so oh yeah you caught yeah. me but because i started laughing yeah you can't keep a straight face so no no no. i just started laughing because you just coughed me off guard i could have just kept it going right so my next question is what's the best advice you've ever been given i know um my friend Corey castle one day i was talking to him and he's like best advice for me is don't be 12 so don't be 13 so don't be 13 Unless you're PG-13. So what's the best advice anybody's ever given you? Well, wrestling-wise, the best advice I've gotten is when you go out there, always remember that it's the first time someone's seeing you and the last time someone's seeing you. So you can't assume that guys know your stuff or they know who you are. You got to go out there like it's the first time that they're seeing you. And you have to go out there and the same aspect, do everything you can because it's the last time someone's going to see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I don't know if you know this. That That was a new one. Yeah, that was a new one. I don't know if you know a wrestler named Gemini. I know DB knows Gemini. Yeah, I know Gemini. Um, but Gemini, we were sitting there in the locker room the one day, and he's like, you can do the same match 14 different times, and these people will still rant and rave and chant for it and enjoy it every single time, as if it's the first time they saw it. So, 100%. So that was pretty cool advice, too. Yeah. You know, there's guys that I've been on the shows with, or like, you know, the old-time guys that will do the same match every time. Like, Tommy Dreamer will do a similar match every time he's on an indie show. 
X-Pac will do a similar match every time he's in an indie show. But they change it up a little bit, but it's always the same kind of formula. So yeah, 100% I get what you're saying. Oh yeah. Like, I've gone out and like when I was managing uh, a tag team many years ago, we would go on the road and we would wrestle the same team over and over again. I'm like, so you want to do the same thing as like two weeks ago? Yes. Yeah. And even when I'm rapping, I'll walk up. I'm like, are we doing the same sag as last? And the guy will go, yes. I'm like, all right, I'll see you out there. Then I won't have to go over anything. See, I'm going to be the only person that knows stuff if you do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, but that's the heel in you, so. (laughs) And then I will say something. I'm like, man, I saw this match last week. They did the same thing (laughs) in the same spot over and over again. So I have a new segment. We just started doing it this year called Three Matches. So you're going to pick your three favorite matches of all time. And then three matches that you enjoyed wrestling. So fans can look you up and go, oh, I'm going to check this match out. So what are the, the, yeah, let's start off with the three matches that you enjoyed. All right, so I'm going to do a little bit, a little little tweak on it. When people are asking me at training or everything, oh, what matches should I watch? And everyone usually throws out the Steamboat and and, uh, and Montefiore Man or Austin and and Bret Hart, which again, those are fantastic matches. But I always go like a little bit off the beaten path just for for heel and babyface work. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite matches to tell people to watch if you want to learn how to be a heel is Vince McMahon for Zach Allen. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. From Vengeance 04, I think, right? So there is no better way to learn how to be a heel than to watch that match with Vince McMahon and Zach Allen. And then just the the ending of that match is fantastic. I won't spoil it for people that are, I mean, it's old as shit, but the amount of blood that Vince bleeds at the end is tremendous. So I always say watch that match to learn how to be a heel. Um, Hold on a minute. I do do enjoy a match from WrestleMania 8, Skinner versus Owen Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What a treat. What a treat. That, that's something uh, with the hog pen match. Somebody said, what's your favorite match? And I just like, I just threw that out there. And, just like, a random one. Just a random like, one because everybody says the same thing all the time. So like you said, yeah. so I had to tell you that one. Yeah. The, the second one I usually throw on people is like, cause, you know, on indie shows, you usually get like guys who are a little bit green. They're like, oh, I only got eight minutes tonight. Or like, I only got six. Like, okay, go watch Roman Regal and Jericho from WrestleMania. Mm, and yes. then count how long that, and then see how long that match is. And then they're blown away by how it was like a seven-minute match and how much they got done in seven minutes. So I always throw that one out there. And then just because it's a match that made me want to be a wrestler, even though it's horrible when you watch it back, Shawn Michaels versus Diesel at WrestleMania 11. Ooh. Yeah, WrestleMania 11 was my one of my worst favorite pay-per-views. I still enjoyed it. Was rough. I enjoyed it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, 11 was I rough. Mean, but... It felt like Shawn gave him the worst powerball, took the worst powerbomb ever just for a rib. Oh, yeah. He fucking landed on, he landed on his feet almost. But yeah. um, I mean... I remember watching that match and turning to my grandma all the time. Like, this is why I want to be a pro wrestler. I want to be like that guy. You know, he's a champion, has two hot bronze. Like, what else could you want as a six-year-old, you know? But that, uh, That's like taking a sit I, bump. Was I, was, I, was I sick? I don't remember. I was young. I was like a little toddler, but I remember like, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be Kevin Ash. That's awesome. I, mean, at the time. I, I go back, and you were talking about random matches. Go back and watch Sid versus Diesel. And, and the way oh, Sid, but yeah, the way Sid bumped, my God. I feel like I feel like I'm going to hear matching like three with TJ McConey. <laughs> no, I don't have the answer. I'll be the DJ guy. I'll be what Fluffy was doing. Yeah, he'll he'll play the uh, part of Fluffy. Okay, Fluffy yeah. played the DJ. I, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not as Fluffy, but I'm, I'm definitely getting abs. I'm not built that well. Yeah. <laughs> so what about three matches you've been in? 
All right, so like my favorite ones, I mean, every time I wrestled them off is great, but um, the, when I won the uh, title off him years back, uh, for one title, it was me and Malfit, uh Ace in New, uh, Union City, New Jersey. I think I have it on YouTube somewhere. That match was crazy. It was kind of like my test as a Greenhorn coming up, and I passed the flying colors. Okay. Uh, my match with Swagger and uh, Atlantic City was really cool. Um, he's, he was fresh off TV. I think he had like, he wrestled maybe like, you know, another name in... Uh, the Midwest somewhere and then like he came to the East Coast and got me, you know, the schmuck from uh, New York City. So Yeah, I it. just repped with him, so pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And then um probably one another one of my most influential ones was me and Tommy Dreamer. Because um I worked with Dreamer and then he's like, Man, you're really good and you're tall. He goes, How come you haven't been on TV yet? I'm like, I don't know, that's where you're coming. And literally two weeks later he gives me a call saying, answer any number you go on your phone. I'm like, Okay, so I got a, a call from a weird two oh one number. They said, Can you come to Wells Fargo? center on this date and I did and you know the whole extra work shit started and I mean it didn't go anywhere because there was some jealous people that were already signed but I mean I was my foot in the door and I can't thank Tommy enough yeah yeah I remember we went to the one house of hardcore show and we walked out the back I always walk out the back door yeah and yeah. Tommy's standing there and I'm like yeah hey man he's like yeah I just twinged something in my fucking back and he's like but I'll talk to you tell your brother I said hi <laughs> yeah. alright cool yeah I just walked back there because yeah, the car's walked, back there I'm right. gonna... I always park back there from all the times that we We've done stuff in that building, so yeah. So what's in the what's you got all the notes over there? Yeah, I do. So what did your family think when you said, "Hey, I want to be a professional wrestler"? I mean, at first, my grandma was really cool with it. Um, again, they wanted me to do other things that were more, um, I guess, financially stable, which I did. But I still came back to being a pro wrestler, which to this day still hurts my body. But I'm happy I did it. I can't take anything away from it. You know? Oh yeah, I agree. Like I've been refereeing and doing other stuff in this wonderful world of professional wrestling for 20 years and my knees are finally starting to take a toll especially working yeah. with guys like John Santos and Smiley and all those guys that are more faster paced and stuff like that but you're working out again you're right. moving a lot yeah. faster oh, yeah. at, at one time I weighed close to almost 300 pounds and now I'm down to like 205 and, and I'm working mm-hmm. out more eating better stuff like that yeah. drinking more beer yeah. <laughs> at least he's honest with it right um, <laughs> I'm definitely feeling it now. Like, I'm coming up on, you know, like, 11 years, 12 years now, and or more. I don't, even, I don't count the pandemic years, but, right. you know, it definitely taking a toll on, on the body. Yeah, yeah. You want to do that one? You want to do that one? I'll do it if you I want to I mean, the mic, this is a better mic for that voice, so. You want to try it? I mean, I, we could try it. Oh, no. <laughs> TJ's like, oh, shit. Oh, there it is. What the hell was that? Why the lights just flicker when that? Right. Like, is the Undertaker here? That was just Twilight Zone. Creepy. Okay, oh, just... I know what it is. All right, so TJ, we're going to play a little game with you. All right. All right, so this is called... I'm not cutting, I'm not, I'm not cutting off my foot, but that saw music going on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, we're not that far off from what the voice I'm about ready to do, so... to play a game. <laughs> So this is what we call the five questions. Are you going to get to it? This is what we call the five questions of doom. It's a little scary. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like Saw because we want, we want to play a game. With five five questions. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Question number one. So everything that we're doing is non-wrestling related. So, Perfect. favorite superhero sidekick. Favorite superhero sidekick, Mjolnir. Who was it? What is that? Mjolnir, Thor's oh. hammer. Oh, yeah. Okay. I consider that, yeah. 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 Question number two. <laughs> 
Okay, here we go. Sour Patch or Gummy Bears? Sour Patch all day. Favorite Sour shot? Sour Patch all day. That, that's my new favorite shot. Wait, what was the next one coming in? Favorite shot? No, 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 no. I was saying oh, no. The, the Sour Patch. Sour Patch is my new favorite shot. That's what I've been drinking. Oh, yeah. it, it's so, oh they, make yeah. a shot, they make a Sour Patch shot? Oh, oh yeah. I gotta try that. Oh, yeah. I gotta try that. Keener said, come down to him. He'll buy you that shot. Hey, man. Come, 100%. I'm in it. Come on down to Philly. I mean, I mean, TJ is on my list. If we had TJ on IWA Vintage down here in New Jersey area, in South Jersey, mm-hmm. I think it'd be pretty cool to have him down here. Yeah, definitely. We'll get him at the table. Oh, yeah. I, 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 that, that's Let one know, simple man. phone call. Let me know, man. I'll make the trip. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm waiting for question number three. He said it good. Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin? Peter Griffin. See, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a family guy guy. See, that's the way you answer that answer right there. Like, Peter Griffin, you know? Nah. That's from Crazy Summer right there. Question number four. Favorite Saturday morning cartoon? Wow. Oh, my gosh. There's so many. I got I to pick one and not date myself. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. I, should, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I have to go like Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes, but now I'm going to sound like an old phone. What was yours, Stevie? I liked everything. Think really. Mine was Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling every Saturday morning. Oh, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't up for that, man. It was gone by the time I was a little kid. Yeah, I I, see, my Saturday mornings was we watched the USA Cartoon Express, which included that. Okay. WCW Power Hour, 905 on TBS, 10 o'clock superstars, 11 a.m. challenge. And then we waited until 6 p.m. to watch WCW. That right. was my Saturday. When I was in the That's hospital, awesome. I was watching Looney Tunes the whole time. Yeah. 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 Did you feel Looney? Oh, I was always learning. So I'm going to this next question because All right. it is awesome. All right, let's do the proper intro. Question number five. Hey, at least he can count. Rabbit I season know. or duck season? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Rabbit season. Duck season. I didn't do it. He didn't do it. He just... <laughs> duck season. Rabbit <laughs> Duck season, fire! Rabbit season, duck season, fire! Daffy never gets enough pop. It's always bugs. I know, right? But like, I hate that rabbit. But I, I have like, I'm collecting all my childhood cartoons on DVD. I got He-Man. Yeah. I got Shira just because like it's the same universe. Um, I got the GI Joe Transformers, um, Ninja Turtles, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Thundercats. Yeah. The one Thunder. I want, the next Thunder. one I'm trying to get. Thundercats. The next one I'm trying to get is Silverhawk. If you remember Ooh. Silverhawk. See, I want to start collecting yeah. replica swords and. Yeah, you got you got to go to the, like the early '90s, like weird cartoons next, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Three Sharks. You know, all that. Oh, Three Sharks. Three Sharks was jam back in the day. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was probably the weirdest show ever, but. It was great. Well, see, the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was actually based on a 1930s horror movie. I, I don't even know that. Oh, wow. even know that. Yeah, I, I'm a huge horror guy, so. Like, don't forget the X-Men. You know what I mean? That was a yeah. great series. Oh. Spider-Man, Batman, all that stuff in the 90s see, were amazing. But yeah, you can't yeah. forget Chip and Dale's I was Rescue Rangers. Say, Rescue for me, for me oh. coming, home, coming home from school, okay, was it 4 o'clock? Yeah. 4 to like 6 or 4 to 5 or something like that? You had DuckTales, Chip and Dale's, Tailspin, and Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love them yeah, all. That's why I, I, I didn't go with any of those or X-Men because to me, those were more of the after-school cartoons. Right. I only got, I only got X-Men on Saturday mornings like after the fact. Like, they don't even the syndication, you know? Otherwise, I it would have been X-Men. And that was like an hour-long cartoon, too. They weren't a half an hour, those ones, when the X-Men were on. Yeah. 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 So here's the... We're going to stay out of that um, wrestling for a second. Do you remember all the odd cartoons that came out, like the New Kids on the Block cartoon?
cartoon, um, A Team cartoon, Rambo. Uh, what else? I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember those, but I got Jackie Chan Adventures. Yes, that was, yes. That, was, that, that was my weird cartoon. I was like, "Why is Jackie Chan got a kind of cartoon, and why is it good?" Mine was when they did. It wasn't the real Ghostbusters. It was the other Ghostbusters one. Oh, with the ape. Yeah, the one with the yeah. ape and all that. That was. It's yeah. still. It's still better than the girl version of the. Um, yeah. Oh, I agree. But I mean, yeah, I, I love the, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. So I had the toys too. Yeah. I was gonna say I got one yeah, of the toys. We, we don't we don't talk about the girl Ghostbusters. It's not canon. See, it, 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 yeah. Well, here's one that I like to see if you guys remember. It was like a it was like mid to late '90s when uh, Ace Ventura had a, a t- uh, had a had a cartoon show. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Yes. 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 No. Wait a minute. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice was another. Beetlejuice one too. had a cartoon too. I did like the Beetlejuice. So did I. But I do remember. What one was it again? Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. I remember. Yeah, the Ace Ventura cartoon. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. '90s were some weird times. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk weird. Cartoons for '90s bonkers. <laughs> wow, wait, wait, wait. Oh, there we go. DJ, DJ, bonkers. Don't forget Tiny Toons. Was, Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons was good. Animaniacs. I mean, we can go all for another hour and a half just about '90s stupid dumb shit cartoons. Was Animaniacs and like uh, what was it Tiny Toons? I think that was WB Kids, right? Right. Let the guy talk. Yeah. You guys are talking over him. <laughs> That's why our '90s babies are like all messed up in the head right now because the cartoons we watch. If you think about it, there was some um, weird shit going on. I was an '80s baby, so. There were even more weirder freaking cartoons in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, now they got you know Johnny Bravo is the weirdest thing for them. It's nothing. Right. Yeah, but we're talking about like Jim Carrey stuff, the mask, that cartoon. Yeah, that's right. But well, everybody always gets when I talk about mask, I talk about the eighties version mask. Are you talking that's about what, the Sure movie with Eric Roberts? No, cartoon, cartoon. So it's like M dot A. Oh, dot- oh, mobile assault systems. Yeah. Something force. Nice. Yeah. They even know that. Yeah. So it's I, I owned a DVD. I hit I got the it for Christmas. Masquerades fighting over time. So crime. Yeah, that one because their cars always transferred into like planes or boats and stuff like that. It's cool. So cool. It's like G.I. Joe. Like, when, it was like Transformers and G.I. Joe had but, a baby. Yeah. So it was one of my favorite things watching oh, yeah. when I was a kid. And, and yet again, I had the toys. And that was from the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I was born in 90. So yeah, uh, I know I'm you're young. about the 90s babies. Yeah, you're a young kid. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> What's next? Um, The weirdest gift. Okay. Um, you there's wrestling fans out there. Give people the weirdest gifts. Have you had anybody give you a weird gift? I, I can't. I, I can't say I have some. The gifts I have have been really cool. Like you know, like um, like someone would make like an art of me, or like a t-shirt. They give me a t-shirt, or, or like a drawing. So I haven't got anything weird. Now the DMs that you get, I've gotten some weird DMs that uh, I should have reported and/or screenshotted for future use. But um, no weird gifts so far. You know, everything's been somewhat normal. I, I also I haven't gone in a while, but like if anyone brings me food that's like they bake or whatever, I order, I'm always nice about it, but I never eat it. So like I've gotten cookies before and like a cupcake. I'm always happy about it, but I'm not just I'm not about that life. So we we went to the airport and picked up Crazy Steve, and um, yeah. he was telling us a story about how he had this crazy fan from Australia who gave him sweaters. Now I don't know if you ever met Crazy Steve, but Crazy Steve was yeah, all of five foot. 
six, five foot seven, hundred. Yeah, little guy, but yeah, nice guy. Right, little guy, but nice guy. And this lady from Australia gave him sweaters that were like three X that he could wear, like, like <laughs> night shirts. And I'm like, really? I'm like, dude. Right, I'm like, dude, you're like five foot six, and she's giving you shirts that would fit somebody like you. And he's like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of fucked up, right? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, that that is weird. You're right. Do you remember that story, DB? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. I know. I know. Like it was kind of weird. Like somebody gave me the PWI 500. He gave yeah. you one too, Anthony Fazio. I, yeah, I just felt I'm weird. Like, okay. like I'm like, am I in this book? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, why? Why do I need it? I'm not in the book. <laughs> I was just confused why he's handing me the PWI 500. I'm like, cool, thank you, but I'm not in the 500. I mean, I've, I've been in the book before, but not that one. <laughs> but it was just weird because I didn't know why we're getting a book. You know what I mean? Right. And it's oh, yeah. it's it's just weird. Like when like I know a lot of people get weird stuff and or weird autographs. I somebody told me like he had to sign a baby. See, you can't do that. That baby doesn't know what's going on. No, no. Um, Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie. <laughs> Blue Meanie. So Blue Meanie had to sign a poster, right? And he didn't have nowhere to sign it. So he just took the marker and wrote Blue Meanie. Big bold letters <laughs> over everybody. I love it. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a great dude. Like like the I Blue Meanie story real quick. Um, I'm at Icons hanging out and I'm like, hey, Meanie. He literally like, like he's like, I gotta go say hi to this guy. Excuse me, real quick. Walks over, gives me a hug, says hi. He's like, what are you doing here? Hanging out. Everything too. He's like, oh, cool. Where you at? He's like, all right, I'll be in a minute. Say hi. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, like one of the nicest guys in the world. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I I do have a Blue Meanie story. I ran into him in the supermarket. Like, I always thought, like, would it be weird running into a wrestler, like, out in, like, stores or shopping, stuff like that? Right, like running into a celebrity or something like that at yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. I never thought I would be running into people that are in the wrestling business. It's like, holy shit, what the hell? And I'm trying yeah. to walk away from them because I don't want to bother them. So, have you had any fans, like, see you outside of wrestling and and went, I know you and... Oh, all the time. All oh. the time. Um, but for me, when I, I don't, I kind of just, like, um, shoot it off. Like, I don't know. How you doing? Like, I don't acknowledge it's me. I don't really like being TJ if I'm not in a wrestling um, environment because then I got put on the character. I'm not this guy that's just, like, you know, another guy in kick pads and biker shorts. I actually have a whole persona or character behind me. So, like, if I'm at a Yankee game or I'm at a Jet game and I'm in, like, you know, a Jet game, a Jet uniform, for a Jet jersey or I'm at the store and I'm not in character, it's kind of weird for me. So I kind of, you know, like, hey, how you doing? And then I kind of just go about my day. I, I don't really, I don't like it a lot because I want to keep the character persona as much as I can. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, my fr- yeah. my friend works at Regal Cinema in Delaware and, like, and when we are at places, like, outside of, like, doing stuff and people go, you're the guy that's at Regal sitting at the table taking tickets. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell? Yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Dude, like people remember you. You don't talk. I get, yeah, it, it's 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 weird for me because like I, I want to. I like the fact that like I'm getting older. You know, like people recognize me for my work. But again, it's still weird for me because it's like I'm I'm not in that environment right now. You know, it's, I can't turn it on and off as easily as some people. So like I kind of just try to like yeah, man. Thank you for you. I appreciate it. And then they keep wanting to talk, and I'm like I'm not TJ right now, man. I'm just trolling. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Like my new thing is promoting my podcast and put 
pushing everything out there, like doing my Uber. And I was like, yeah, I got a podcast. And, and people are like, oh, what do you do? I was like, I do interviews with pro wrestlers. A lot of them go, yeah. is that fake? I'm like, no, it's not fake. They beat the shit out of each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, let me listen to your podcast. And then they find me on Instagram and send me a message like, dude, you're entertaining. I'm like, I am? Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. And I love it when I get feedback like that. And do you have fans that come up and like, it's like, dude, I loved you in this match, blah, blah, blah. And give me your feedback. And but it, it seems like it happens every so often where it's like, I because right, indie wrestling is so small when you really think about the aspect of it. But then you get like one guy, yo, dude, I've been watching you for years. You're really good. I, I've been I've been following you since, but they'll say something like, Adam left field. I'm like, wow, this kid really knows my stuff and has been watching me for a while. So like, I get that a, a pretty often. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, like, like last night I was at um, a WrestleMania viewing party to promote the, I'll probably plug that later for the cutout with the event I got coming up in two weeks in New Jersey, Project Codename Wrestling. The guy comes up and goes, dude, I've been watching you since long, man. You're, I'm upset you're not there anymore. Like, uh, you would come out there and do the craziest things. You're the biggest guy there flying over the top rope. I'm like, wow, all right. And I, I guess I was doing, getting myself over and when I really didn't think I was. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, that, that happened to me two weeks ago. I had, uh, I repped LTW up there in Monmouth County and Gerald Briscoe was there and I got the the um mark out moment kind of yeah because I got to do a bit with him oh, really? while I'm rapping and I, I'm like wow I'm thinking the back of my head I'm like holy shit I'm doing a bit with Gerald Briscoe yeah I'm like this is pretty awesome <laughs> so next time we see you we need to do a day picture with you um, that's, I got you. That's one of our things. That's I know I go by DB Richards, and but it's still Dave. But I mean, it gets us over and people yes. enjoy it. So, so we we were we got a picture with Gerald Briscoe at Icons. With I forgot the, to tell you, he remembered me. Did he from the from the Icons thing? Yeah. Oh my god. That was I'm like that was so awesome that he remembered it. Oh really. Yeah, I wish I was there for that. But you were in the hospital with all that, so. Yeah, I know. So, like, the whole thing started when with David Arquette. And in my head, I when I worked at Amazon this a long time ago, I wanted to fuck with managers. And so I started looking for people named Dave. So I started becoming friends with people named Dave. So I think it's just yeah. funny that I can screw with people and mess with them. But Dave, so we were at I, um, Icons. David Arquette was there. Was so, it Icons? I don't think it was Icons. I think it was just it a was, hardcore show. He was at Icons. He went. He, yeah. I, got, I got the first one i just asked how much the autograph is and he's like 10 he's bucks like, I, I don't yeah, I, sure 10 bucks yeah yeah and then he goes and then he goes what you don't want to pitch with me i'm like i would but i don't yeah. have the money for it and he goes dude it's free and i'm like awesome i looked at the guy that's um doing it he's like he's the boss and i'm like okay and i got the free picture right. later on we got my four keener right there and three other friends that are named dave and then the picture so we did a big giant it was a dave walker dave chester you yeah me yeah and, and the guy photobombing in the back yeah the photo we named him Dave, so. Right. <laughs> we don't know what his name was, but he photobombed us, so his Dave. name is Dave. Yeah, his name's Dave now. So we started doing, like, taking pictures with people named Dave. And then, like, one day I'm like, hmm, what should I do? So I thought about my name is Dave Stickers. and Which I is on our 2300 Wrestling t-shirts. Yes. So I started giving the wrestlers um, the stickers, and they put it on. Some of them wrestling in it. That's the best when they wrestle yeah, with they the Dave it on during the match. <laughs> and it's just a funny thing. I got people coming up to us and go, when Dave wasn't there, and he He's like, can I get a Dave picture with you? I'm like, I would love to. And I did for one. And Keener got upset because it's our thing. And I'm like, calm down, dude. He asked. I'm not going to say no to somebody asking to be in a picture. See, if I'm refereeing, it's a different story. Because I'm in my referee gear. And people do ask for those pictures. What if it's a, a Dave type thing? Like, uh 
Okay. I'm okay with if it's somebody that's asking because I'll do a Dave picture with anybody. And I'm doing it. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm jumping in the Dave picture next time. Yeah. See you guys. Okay. I mean, it's, it's going to get to the point where we're going to have our own table icons and all that now. <laughs> if it does, it's my genius head up here. Right. Yours and David Arquette. <laughs> so I really do want to get a Dave picture in here. One of my things I always tell people that come on the show, when you come on the 2300, you become family. And I mean it too. So like if you're stuck in like Delaware or Pennsylvania, it's like, yo, my car what, what broke are, down. What are you stuck in New York? Oh, I'm not driving to New York. I'm sorry, bro. Don't tolls are too high. Right. My, my whole thing is like when I walk into locker rooms and I'm working and stuff like that and hey, brother, what's going on? I take that to heart. I, I believe that the wrestling business is a true brotherhood. But that's what I'm going to try to change in this business and trying to people be more friendly instead of like trying to stab each other right. in the back. Like guys like Sean Hardy and Sean Carlson and Atticus Reigns and, and a few other guys yeah. really take that to heart. Oh yeah, and when I say it, I mean it. And right. seriously, when he Dad says Menace. New York, dude, if some tolls go downwards, I, I'll come visit, but I'm not going through <laughs> that tolls. You know what I mean? They're expensive. Uh, me look, leaving? Yeah, those tolls, those tolls are crazy. Right. So like, that's, I mean, gas has gone down three cents, so. Oh gosh, <laughs> whoopie do yeah. that. Three cents. <laughs> right. But, but our friend down in Delaware keeps on coming home every day. <sighs> this is true. Yeah, I, I get stuck in traffic for the whole president traffic. It's it's annoying. Yeah, me. it's because you're the 20 minutes from where Biden is. So yeah, I'm literally right near Biden's house. You know what I mean? Right. I just have to go through this little wooded area called Beaver Valley, and then boom, I'm there. Are, are there actual beavers in the valley? No, it's they considered that like a haunted area back really? in the day. But like, I drove around it so many times. People chase people out of there with their cars, mm. and they turn the lights on and scare the shit people. Are, are the cars haunted too? Guys, I'm just talking about what they had like all these trees and midget it's houses. Like, it's probably like something at a maximum overdrive or something like that. I just remember people go back there to smoke weed, so it's fun. Yeah. And then you try to scare them. You and love then, the rip. Then something happens, like something about Mary in the uh, gas stop. Sure. So, um, one more question. Sure. You want to do your little song? You like doing it now. Which one? This oh. is the final question. Yeah. You're going to sing it this time? I don't know. My voice is kind of shot from WrestleMania last night. Why? Why? Are you cheering? I just watched wrestling quiet. Yeah, I know, but it was fun hanging out. So you popped for nobody to hear you? Pretty that's much. one of my pet peeves now. Oh, we forgot about ah, that. Oh, that's what I forgot. So do you have any pet peeves in this wonderful business? I know we were talking I to... Mean, um, I, I, was, I mean, have you, seen my, have you seen my Facebook? I think I do it every so often. Yeah, I know. We were, we were talking to Mr. Grimm last week, and he told us that one of his really huge pet peeves is a rainbow clothesline. Now, for those of you who don't know what a rainbow clothesline is, when you go to clothesline and the person completely rainbows over your head and the other person bumps. Yep. Yeah, that gets yep. a, and for me being a ref, there's a whole bunch of pet peeves that I'm like my list is about as long as yours is. But I'm I a have ref. a list too, as a fan. No, you you have a full rule set. So that's oh, I do story. have a rule book. So back to my question, do you have any pet peeves? I mean, like I said, check out Facebook. I'll probably do one a week. But the one that sticks out the most is the fact that people, like, it's too, way too choreographed now. Yeah. Um, you can tell that people are dancing and no one is interacting. If that's, like, the easiest way I can, I guess, put it. Like, don't worry about what move you got next. Worry about what the crowd is into. And um, stri- and then I'll say striking, too, similar to the Rainbow Clothesline. There was some times where a, a match is on before me and they are pity patting with 
around each other. So the crowd is already out. It's like, oh, yeah, look, they're not even touching each other. And that's when I go out there and I really they lay it into someone and I get them back, you know? Because, like, yeah, everyone knows that the curtain has uh, been pulled down, that the winners and losers are predetermined, but people who buy tickets still want to be in a suspensive disbelief. So right. you got to make them believe that we're actually fighting it, you know? Like, I'm not saying go out there and hurt someone, but there's ways to do it. And I feel like that isn't, that doesn't happen anymore, you know? Every strike sounds the same now, too, because everyone's slapping their leg. Yeah. As, like I said, I can go all day long with the pepeers, but I mean, that's like a couple that uh, I got for you. So my other half went me, with me to a show in Delaware about three weeks ago, and she told me, I have a pet peeve. I'm like, all right, hon, what's the pet peeve? She's like, you didn't fucking tell me you were going to bump. <laughs> uh, sorry. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I took a bump. Isn't great when you get told that second? Like, oh, can you do a ref bump? And you're like, right. yeah, fuck it. Right, and she's like, you didn't tell me you were bumping. I'm like, I didn't know the last minute. Sorry. And, I mean, good thing she wasn't at the LTW show because I did it again. My pet peeve yeah. is when you do a ref bump and then you keep on coming out again, that's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I know what ref <laughs> you're talking about. I, I took a ref bump. If you ref bump, you should be out for at least a match or two. Or, like, well, sell it if you got Exactly. You know? So, I took a ref bump in the one match. It wasn't supposed to. It just happened. It it was a yeah. audible type thing. So I took the bump and I came back out for the next match I was doing after that and I sold the arm. Yeah. I kept selling it. Yeah. So there's another ref I know that I've worked with and he took the full bump on the ground and everything else and he's selling it to the back. Comes out, refs the next match like nothing even happened. Oh. Yeah, that ruins the whole disbelief about it. Right. And DB, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, oh, okay. I know you're talking about Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, uh, I gave nicknames to a lot right. of wrestlers. No, one of the one is a major referee like he did a spot and he took a bump he walked out I'm like hey Adam how's the eye and he's like oh I'm okay and then like later on he's like thank you I totally forgot and I mean yeah. th- there's other refs that are starting to come up and everything else like there was a ref weeks ago and I'm watching him ref the match and the heels got his foot on the other guy's neck and he's just standing I'm like he had his foot on his neck and you didn't call it I'm like yeah. count he's like uh, uh I'm like you're a ref watch these things like you watch wrestling all your life right and you never watch a referee that's the thing i don't get See, that's what that's what my argument is and, and no disrespect to tj or whatever because i know he's one of the biggest heels we have um but my whole thing is don't just watch the two guys wrestling you watch the manager you watch the ring announcer you watch the rep you watch the wrestlers you watch the crowd you watch everybody the referee the referee is kind of the most important guy in there because the ref can tell you what's working what side of the crowd to work to what uh you know things like that help call spot a lot of these refs nowadays are just, you know, just the host. You know? right. it, 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 there's an art to being a ref. People think it's easy. It's definitely, no, not easy. It's definitely not. And I mean, in honesty, I wasn't even trained. My brother goes, go on YouTube and watch the videos. You'll know what you're doing. Just be careful. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And then I started refing and then I started working out more. And I'm like, show me this. If I'm going to take a bump with you, show me what I'm doing. Show me why I'm taking a bump. That like, like the whole thing with how did we get there anymore? Like, I don't understand why people are just doing matches with no build-up anymore. So I always yeah. cause I always considered the referees the directors of the match. Right. Because you need to remember the spots and when. Because one of the referees... When we go home? Oh my gosh. Remember the one of the match, main event match. Not the main event, but a title I, match. I don't mean to interrupt you, DB, but I did a match and I went home. And they're still going. I did it again. Home. And, and you know what? They went down for the count and I'm like, fuck it. One, two, three. They go, why? Because I told you to go home twice.
twice. Yeah. I'm the yeah. one directing this match. I said go home, and the promoter goes, did the right person go home? Did the right person go home? I'm like, yes, the right person went home. He's okay, then you did nothing wrong. But the match I'm talking about was um, Ty Austin's match. Yeah. And the referee totally screwed up. Yeah, I know which match you're talking about. Yeah, that's a that's a pet peeve. You need to, like, get learn to know what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. Always, always talk to wrestling. Oh, yeah. And make sure, listen to all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Okay. Um, That was the last question. That was the last question. That was the last question, yeah. That was the final question. So. I got to find someone who can play keyword to do that. The final question. So, before you get off and all that stuff, I'm, I'm going to end the show and all that. I want to say thank you and all that stuff, too. And I'm going to hit a button. Is it a gumdrop button? Yeah, it's like a gum. This button? I, I think. think this one. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And this has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside DB Richards. And we'll see you in, in the, the ring. ring. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd also like to thank our guest this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whatever time you're listening to our show right now, TJ Marconi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you guys, man. Always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I usually hate every podcast I'm on, but the only one I actually like is they know what they're talking about is the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. And by the way, this is public enemy number one, TJ Marconi. Oh, no, no. I was going to do an ad, too. Okay, so Whatever is real quick, you can edit this. So I we have an idea that we're running, and we want to do this King of the Indies tournament. And, and the only man I could think of to... Probably be on there. Yeah. Nice man, nice. Oh, Thank I'm, you. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. Um, you want to put up some dates and I can throw them into a different episode? Yeah, if you uh, whatever you got going on, go ahead. Sam Alfalsi here. And Zach Ravix. Super Crazy Wrestling, Super Crazy Arena, Skiver Academy. We are indeed the best facility in New Jersey. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Probably no in the world. Extremely top three, I would say. We have very terrific trainers. Actually, they all come from uh, the Ring of Honor Dojo, so yeah. you already know you're... So they're going to be great, and they're definitely great. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're going to experience some, you know, pretty elite stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're all about intensity here. You know, uh, we're, we're always here to help. We're, we're always reach one, teach one. That That's our main thing you know i feel like if you're a person that really feels like wrestling is your dream and that's what you want to accomplish this is the best school to come to or burn or or burn what brack said so uh, once again you know best school probably in the world definitely in jersey you can find it you can find it on facebook uh super crazy wrestling and scale academy and instagram super crazy wrestling scale academy you can contact melissa pena or odog and he'll come find you if you don't find him or or or, 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 or you'll burn. No, you won't burn.